The next speaker is Jess, and she's I've, she's got a story apparently about how we met, which I can't even remember, so that's good. Um, but I, I'd like to welcome you, Jess. Jess has been a part of the Tech Pixies family since the day since the day we started. So uh, I, I there's and she's award winning, and she's amazing, and I'll just let you get going. Thank you. And good morning. It's so lovely to be here um, and to hear Joy speaking about being brave. Um, I feel like I'm being brave today. So whilst I, I am used to speaking to people and running workshops and doing one-to-ones, actually speaking to bigger groups of people about something that really matters to me to really want to get a message across is something that's, that's relatively new for me. Um, and just to tell you about myself and being brave, I set out, for, I set a little mission for myself in September, because I like to relook at my goals in September, to do more speaking and to do more speaking engagements and to get out and speak more and tell people about me in a different way that's offline. And since then, literally every week, I've had a speaking engagement. So there's something about actually stepping out and being brave and saying what it is that you want, as Joyce said, just to echo what Joyce said, that does actually get you where you want to be. So I'm really delighted to be here today. So I just want to tell you a little bit about myself. So um, I think some of you may have seen me on the Tech Pixies life coaching videos. Um, it's really funny. I meet people sometimes. I met somebody recently. I was sitting on a panel um, for some funding, um, helping some students get some funding, students and alumni at um, Oxford Brooks University. And this lady walked in and she looked at me and went, hi. And I went, hi, and thought, oh, my goodness, I can't remember her name. I don't know who she is. And so she did her pitch and whatever. And at the end, when everybody was talking, she came up to me and went, I'm so sorry, I came in beaming at you because I thought I knew you because yesterday I was watching you on a Tech Pixies video because <laughs> she's somebody who was, I think she's from something like cohort 13 or something. So it, I thought that was really funny. And it just um, goes to show how far reaching Tech Pixies has become. And that really warms my heart. Um, and when I met Joy, um, which was in 2015, I met her actually at Oxford She was giving a talk about social media for business. And I went along because I wanted to learn about social media for business. And at the end of it, we got chatting, we got, we got on really well. And then we went to a networking Christmas drinks, yeah. And um, Joy was telling me about this vision that she had to upskill women to, you know, she had this thing that there are so many women now who go, come out of the workforce um, for vet caring responsibilities or illness or something else. And then they go to go back into work and they just feel completely lost because the world is changing, as we all know, so much and so quickly today that they go in and they just, you know, they, they feel left behind. And she had this real mission in her mind that nobody should get left behind, particularly women at that point. It was like, you know, no woman should get left behind. And from that conversation that we had and a few more conversations that we had, and as she's told you, going off for funding or whatever, Tech Pixies was born. And Tech Pixies, actually, we had our first face-to-face -face session in a cold church hall in Oxford in November 2015. And who'd have thought, as we sat there with 12 women, kind of between us, fumbling a little bit, <laughs> um, that four years later, we'd be sat in the beautiful Albright. You know, so I'm gonna briefly tell you about myself. So I am Jess Rogers. Um, I am a business and executive coach, and my business has evolved over the past 11 years. I've been doing this for 11 years now. And now I work with female founders, female founders who have big dreams, big visions, 
Um, and also who do work that actually really matters. What's really important to me, because my work really matters to me, is that I work with women whose work really matters to them and who really want to make a difference in the world in some way. And so I do that with female founders. And then I work with executives, mainly those who are parents. So I do parental transition coaching. So women who are either about to go off and have babies or who've just come back from being babies, who are usually senior executives at organisations such as HSBC, WorldPay, um, Mediacom, um, and also The Telegraph. And these are women who really want to make a difference in their work. And so whilst they might work for big corporates, that still doesn't stop them having real big missions and meaningful missions so that they want to ensure that they can make the difference that they want to make at work and through their work in the world, but also perhaps most importantly at home, that they can be their best selves and be the person or the people that they want to be at home. And I've got to say, I absolutely love what I do. Um, before this, I was in marketing for 12 years. And whilst I did love that work, um, I didn't love it nearly as much as this. You know, this work genuinely really does light me up. And to work with people like Joy and to see the difference that the people that I work with make in their own small and large, but their own unique way, I just think for me, that's really life affirming. And so as well as one-to-one -one coaching and workshops, I also do a weekly mailer called The Weekly Boost, which I send out to people free, just as um, it's a vehicle to um, tell people more about what I do and share my knowledge and my joy, but also to boost people through their week as well. And most recently, I've created some toolkits and I've addressed some of the really common issues that I see with my clients, both executives and also those who are self-employed. So things such as founding accountability, um, being brave and ditching fear, um, being ambitious, and also being present, because being present, I think, is a big um, challenge that we all face, I think, as women, particularly when you're busy and you feel that you're being pulled in different directions being able to find the tools to be able to be present when you're at home and be present when you're on your own and to look after yourself and your own well-being is really important. So I've created some toolkits to address some issues like that. Anyway, so to, to today. So I am absolutely delighted to be here. And um, Joyce talked about the Be Brave and Sparkle hashtag um, or theme for Tech Pixies this year. So I want to talk to you about being brave and how, how you can be brave, how you can actually find ways to be brave, how you can motivate yourself to be brave, to actually go out and get what you want um, in this next year, because we're heading into 2020, into a new year, also into a new decade. And it feels like there's a bit of significance there about 2020. And so let's all together, lift each other and be lifted and make 2020 a year to remember. But before we start to look forward, it's really important to acknowledge how far you've come and where you are now and how far you've come. So I want to give you four questions for you to just to reflect on for a few moments and maybe have a quick chat between all of you. So the four questions I want you to reflect on is um, what's gone well this year? What's not gone so well this year? What have I learnt? And what do I want to celebrate this year? So I'm just going to give you a few moments to have a think and maybe have a chat if you know each other between you. 
So hopefully you've all got something. Hopefully you've all gone some way to acknowledge yourself and how far you've come this year. I'm just curious, is anybody happy to share what they'd like to celebrate? Anybody? Yeah, okay. Oh, I'm uh, celebrating the fact that I am still in business. <laughs> I am celebrating I've got my first cohort next week starting after a lot of stuff has gone on. So that's uh, for me, a celebration. Fantastic. Anybody else? Yeah. I'm celebrating, as good as I still have a job, that's not the point. That, that actually moving into a um, more a different role within the same company that mm. um, I'm really excited about, having gone from you know not working for 20 years. Oh wow. Techfixes to working for someone who's also a Techfixes cohort, but ahead of me, and she's leading, and I'm. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, that's, that's amazing. That's brilliant. Oh. One more celebration. Go on. You look like you look like I was trying not to look because you look like you've got something to celebrate. Just um, being on the course and doing something that I really love after mm. looking at courses for a long time. Mm. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. So it's really important that you celebrate yourself and you acknowledge yourself for how far you've come because, you know, you can keep on striving and striving and um, not and surviving and not thriving. But, you know, whatever, whatever you do, celebrate it, acknowledge it. And even when things don't necessarily go to plan, definitely take time to look at what you've learned because there's always going to be a learning. It might feel like the end of the world, you know, if something goes really wrong, but actually you will come out of it and there's always a learning. So acknowledge and celebrate yourself because it builds resilience. It reminds you of all of the great things that you're doing and all of the great things that you're learning. And it's just, it builds your confidence as well. So don't forget to acknowledge yourself. So now we can look forward to 2020. So um, we talk about, well, I know I talk about vision and goals quite a lot. And if you're on, as you've been on the course as well, you'll see that, you know, we talk about setting milestones and goals. And whilst goals are great and, you know, we set them on a day to day basis, on a week to week, month to month basis. Sometimes when I talk to people about their vision, they look at me a bit blankly and say, oh, I haven't got a vision. I don't know. I just know that I've got this goal or that goal that I want to achieve. And so what I, what I want you today to do is to think about your big vision and maybe to make it slightly more um, tangible or achievable, I'll use the word goal, but not an everyday goal, but a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal. So what is your big, hairy, audacious goal? Your big, hairy, audacious goal is that thing that you want to see in the world, that thing that really lights you up, that makes the hairs on your arms stand on end. It's, it's more than just your goals, which are, um, which are smart. It's, it's more about emotion and about feelings, about how you want to feel, how you want to be, the difference that you want to make to your family, um, to your community, or even the difference that you want to make in the world. That is your big, hairy, audacious goal. So to give you an idea, my big, hairy, audacious goal is to write a book. And so um, 
that big hairy audacious goal isn't necessarily for 2020. It could be, I don't know. But um, it's definitely something that's in my vision. It's on the horizon. And for me, the reason behind it is to be able to spread, it's a personal development book that I want to write, and it's to be able to spread a message that actually you can do work that you want and you can live life on your own terms. And it's a book that gives people the information and the tools to help them to do that. And that's in service of reaching more women in a, you know, worldwide. And also for me personally, to be able to put something out there, which is a culmination of my hopes and my dreams and my thoughts that actually earns me big bucks that earns me a bit of a passive income which will then have an impact on my family and myself and my life. So your BHAG can be big, it can be small, it doesn't actually matter, there shouldn't be any judgment in it. If it matters to you, if it's significant to you, then it's a BHAG. So I'm not saying here that you should um, necessarily think small, but what I am saying is put the kind of inner critic and the saboteurs to the side and just think about what is that big difference that you really want to see in the world and how is that going to impact you and your life and your work? What is your big, hairy, audacious goal? I'm going to use that word a lot. <laughs> and so there are a few things to consider when you're coming up with your BHAG, or things, points to note, um, things I want you to remember. So the first thing is, set really powerful intentions around this BHAG. So your intentions are almost like um, your, your, stop, your, your different points, your different milestones as you're reaching that big BHAG. And your, your intentions are about feelings and are about emotions. Your intentions are, you know, what you want to see, but on a slightly smaller level than your big BHAG, but they're going towards or they're in service of that BHAG. The other thing I want you to consider when you've set your intentions and only when you've set your intentions, then set your goals. So if you see your intentions as the destination, your goals are the steps or the vehicles that take you to that destination. So make your goals smart, you know, make them specific, make them measurable, Make them accountable. So share them. Share them with someone. Share them with people in this room. Share them with people on your cohorts. Share them with people round and about you so they can hold you accountable. Because once you say it out loud, it somehow starts to make it a bit more real. And make them resonant so that they're not just something that's floating around in here. You feel them somewhere deeper inside. And above all else, make them thrilling. You know, make those goals thrilling. Make them make them things that you want to jump out of bed, things that make you jump out of bed every morning rather than things that feel like a bit of a chore. So there's setting powerful intentions, having that powerful destination, setting goals from those intentions, the goals being the vehicles or the steps you're going to take towards your intentions, all in service of this BHAG. The third thing I'll say is your mindset. If you believe that you can do something, you can. And it really is, I believe, as simple as that. Because actually, you might not have everything at your disposal to make things happen. But if you have that mindset and that self-belief that, okay, I don't know this for myself now, but I can find out. I can ask somebody. I can research. Having that mindset that I can't do it now, I can't do it yet, but I will be able to find the way to do it, sets you in such good stead. It sets you from a really good platform. And with that, don't be afraid to fail. 
you know, whatever challenges come your way, face them head on because fail stands for, for all I've learnt, you know, anything that goes wrong, there'll always be a learning that comes out of that and be sure to take the learning. So, you know, we're all human when things don't necessarily go right. It's okay to kind of retreat a bit and lick your wounds, but don't wallow, you know, look after yourself, retreat as much as you, as you need to, and then take the learning and move on. The, the next thing, which is perhaps I think the most important thing to consider when you're looking at your BHAG or working towards your BHAG, setting your intentions and your goals, is yourself. Look after yourself. It can be so easy to forget to look after yourself. And it's the really simple things like make sure you eat properly, make sure you sleep, make sure you're really mindful about what you're consuming. So not just eating, but like, you know, what you're surrounding yourself with, what you're looking at online, what you're watching on TV. Because if you're showing love for yourself and actually really looking after yourself, so it's not just the spa days, which obviously are lovely, but it's just the day-to-day caring for yourself and speaking to yourself in a way that you know, you would wish to be spoken to or the way that you would speak to others. It means that when you're loving yourself, you have so much more love then to give to the wider world and to the people you work with and to your family. The next thing is always surround yourself with the right people. Cultivate really healthy relationships. So these can be work relationships and also your personal relationships as well. Um, there's a book by a lady called Tiffany Dufu called Drop the Ball. And in it, she talks about creating an ecosystem of mentors around you. So having specific people around you in your life, in all areas of your life, who you can come go to for support, who you can go to when you need to, um, you know, you, you need somebody to give you a different point of view or you just need somebody to talk to. But also within that ecosystem, having people who are going to challenge you as well, who are going to challenge you to be your best self, who aren't going to let you hide, who aren't going to let you settle, who aren't going to let you make excuses. So cultivate those great relationships around you. Cultivate relationships with people who are really going to lift you higher. And the final thing for you to consider is don't be afraid to ask for help. There's always going to be somebody out there who knows more than you do or who knows something different to what you do. And so don't be afraid to tap into the help that's around. There's so much help around once you actually open your eyes to it, open your heart to it. So don't be afraid to ask for help. It's not a sign of weakness. It's, it's a sign that you're moving forward. It's a way for you to progress and a way for you to really move forward. Just one more thing that I thought of is just to remember that what you focus on is what will grow and what will flourish in your life. So I want to do a little exercise with you. I want you to look around the room and count how many red things that you see. I'm going to give you 10 seconds. And then close your eyes. Now tell me, how many purple things did you see in the room? <laughs> I'm guessing that you probably didn't see many purple things as you looked around. You can open your eyes. What that demonstrates is because you were looking for red things, you saw lots and lots of red things. Your focus was on red things. And actually, there's a beautiful, well, I don't know, beautiful, but there's a, there's a, there's a purple, there's a pur purple piece of art, a piece of art with a big purple thing on there. And I don't know how many of you actually noticed that. 
And so the key thing is, you know, when you fo- whatever you focus on, that is what's going to grow. So if you focus on the things that aren't going well, they will continue to not go well. But if you focus on what you want to achieve and focus on everything that goes into that thing that you want to achieve, even though you might not achieve it tomorrow, I'm not going to write a book tomorrow. I probably won't even have written a book by the summer, but I know it's something that's on my radar. When when you're focused on something or you're clear about what it is you want to achieve or the difference that you want to make, it's really interesting how consciously you attract things to you or you start to see things and also unconsciously as well and it just changes the shape of the conversations that you have as well and the people that you let in um, and also the the learning that you let into your life as well so the next thing we're going to do is we're going to look at starting to get down on paper our hags. so i've got a handout here for you all Oh, there's just something I want to share with you. <laughs> so um, when, I, when I met Joy four years ago, I had no idea what Canva was. And she kept saying to me, I remember, you've got to use Canva. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want to use Canva. It's too scary. And um, I actually created this <laughs> in Canva, <laughs> two-sided, saved it as a PDF and printed it. So I just want to say, <laughs> you know... I've got my tech pixie skills as well, so I'm quite, quite proud of that. Usually I would have got somebody to do this and, you know, did it myself. So there we go. Okay, so um, what you've got here on the front is you've got a circle in the middle for you to write your BHAG. And then what I've done is I've created four areas, and I thought there would be the four key areas in most of our lives. So yourself, your work, family and I've put community, so it can be wider world, but the areas may be different for you. I've just sort of thought, trying to, trying to think as a catch-all. So in each of these areas, I want you to write one, so first of all, to have a think about your BHAG, and then one intention in each area towards that BHAG. So for me, as I've shared, my BHAG is to write a book. So my intention, that I'm going to, one of the intentions I'm going to put um, in my family area is to spend, my intention is to spend more quality time with my family and create more, create more memories with my family. So that's my intention and that's around emotions and feelings. My children are growing up and I want to be able to really be present with them and create more memories of them. And writing a book and having a book out there spreading my message will free me up to enable me to do that. And so my one goal I'm going to give myself for that um, in the short term is to actually schedule um, distraction-free, technology-free family time at least once a month. So that's my goal, which is smart, and my intention, which is rooted in emotion all around the area of family, all towards my BHAG of writing a book. Has anyone got any questions? Yes, of course. Yeah. What part? All, all of it, or just? Yeah. Okay. So my intention is to um, create more memories with my family. Yeah. And so a, a specific goal to help me to do that is to set aside technology-free, distraction-free family time every month. And so that's and that goal is very specific. You know, I can mark down that on the first of every month we sat down together and 
watch Strictly. I don't know. So, <laughs> okay. And it's so whilst it's not necessarily going to mean that I could I write my book. It's just it's connected to my BHAG and my why behind my BHAG, because actually by writing a book, I get to spread my message and the specific impact that that can have on my family that I want to have on my family is to enable me to have that time with my family without sort of being do, doing doing lots of doing because the book will be out there. Any more questions? OK, so I'm going to give you a few minutes to have a think. And I will say, I don't expect you to, like, at the end of five minutes, have your BHAG and have all your intentions. I mean, that would be a bit much. But it's just to start to think, because remember, what you focus on, what you give energy to, is what will actually grow. So this is a way to start to focus on and give energy to what you want to see for yourself in 2020 and beyond. And remember, when you're thinking about what you want to focus on and what you want to grow, be brave. No wimpy goals. Huh? No wimpy goals. <laughs> Although there's no judgment, you know, obviously you, you decide what's brave for you. You, you know, and if it matters to you, then it, it matters. <laughs> and it could be just to give you a bit of a tip that today you start with your intentions you start to think about you know what are the what are the key intentions for you for 2020 for yourself for your family for your work and for the community or for the, the wider world and maybe if you start with some intentions it will start to spark something up for you about the bigger difference that you want to make longer term does anyone feel brave enough to share their BHAG or the first, first thoughts they've had of their BHAG. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so my BHAG is to take Raw Talks live. Okay. Wow. Which is um, a major project, which I can't believe it's out there. It's very exciting. It gives me a, a thrill. I yeah. Say, to think about it. Right. How? When would? When do you want to? When do you want to see it live? That, okay. When do you want that first live? Um, I would say September twenty twenty. Cool. Look forward to it. Anyone else? Joe, you look like you've got something. I was, I was just <laughs> thinking you were looking at it. You look like you've got one. Uh, artwork or actually to find out how to do that because I've been trying to do that with some children hanging around my legs for a while and it's by myself and it's not really I need to um, do it with other people learn things find out actually how to kind of uh, run a business with art galleries to do it online all these things I don't know oh god wonderful one more BHAG come on someone be brave <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. When do you want to do that? Uh, it was supposed to be a goal for this year, so I think I've, I've done so many other different things. I just need it to be the one thing I focus on next year. Yeah. So at some point next year would be very nice. It would be nice before September. Yeah. I'm just going to press you. Just what's what difference will it make to you? 
I think it can make a lot of difference. I, um, I've been in the same place for some time, so I think it's it, lots of changes. I mean, you could be commuting a lot further, meeting new people, um, different social life, um, you know, spending more time with some people um, than others. I think it could, yeah, radically change things. Maybe it's where I live. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it'll make a difference to you because it'll give you a change that you want. It give me a change, probably yeah. a sort of a boost, um, you know, emotionally, you know, yeah. a, you know, that, like you said about jumping out of bed in the morning. Yeah. I'm not jumping out of bed. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, that, that that's the key thing with the VHAG, you know, it's about what difference it's going to make to you and then in turn the difference it's going to make to the wider world because you jumping out of bed to go to a full-time job is going to impact the wider world and impact the company that you work for too. So, great. So just want to close um, just to remind you of some few points that you know being brave and stepping out is one of the biggest gifts that you can give to yourself and with the significant feel of 2020, like make it a year that really counts for you. Make it a decade that really counts for you. And just remember that you're going to encounter challenges and obstacles along the way. And that's OK, because the, if you're encountering obstacles and encountering challenges, it means that you're moving. It means that you're doing something. It means that you're in motion. And when you're in motion, Good things happen when your emotion focused on the difference you want to make and how you want to feel and how you want to be. The good things do happen.